0: You're listening to the Your Such a Catch Podcast with your host Aaron, <laughs> whose journey in dating and relationships is on full display for your empowerment, education, and honestly your entertainment too. Hi everyone, welcome back to Your Such a Catch. I'm Erin, and I am so happy to be here today. I am doing things a little bit differently. I am speaking off the cuff straight from my heart to your eardrums, something I haven't done in a while. If you've been following the show, if you've been a loyal listener, I really appreciate you tuning in week after week. Part of this has just been a journey of Finding myself, finding my rhythm. And just when I thought I I was on a roll, I mean, we had a major monkey wrench uh, come into play. So when you're hosting a podcast about dating and relationships and you're telling your bad date stories and you're having relationship coaches on and relationship experts and just kind of going through it, trying to find the secret sauce, which is what I was doing, all while working on myself, working on my mindset, working on overcoming past traumas, working on just being okay, being me, recognizing that if somebody else doesn't receive me, that's on them. It's not me. You know what I mean? Like I do not need to change who I am for somebody else. So as I'm on this journey, Lo and behold, the universe delivers me the man, the man of my dreams, the man that I asked the universe for. And it's like, screech, halt, pivot, where do we go from here? And I think I'm still figuring that out. But that, I mean, that is only a fraction of of what I wanted to touch on today. Because honestly, relationships, whether you're single, whether you're dating Whether you've been married for 20 years, they take work and they're not perfect. And I think that needs to be addressed and reminded. Maybe somebody needs to hear that. And they require effort and they require effort from both parties. If both parties don't come to the table and want to put forth that effort or want to try or want to go the extra mile for their partner, we got a problem. Houston, we got a problem. So, All that being said, thank you if you've been tuning in. Thank you for bearing with me as I kind of find my path and find my way to my YSC unfiltered crew. I couldn't do it without you. Part of this also is me being on a journey of figuring out like, is this my passion? Is being behind the mic and speaking to you and sharing my life like an open book, is this what I wanna do? I was in the car business for those of you who are meeting me for the first time today. I kind of fell into it. I never intended, there was never like this five-year-old version of Aaron who was like, one day I'm going to work in a car dealership. One day I'm going to work for Honda or go sell to car dealers and travel all around the country presenting to general managers and dealer principals. But that became a reality and a reality for 16 years. And when you're 39 years old, 16 years is a big chunk of your lifetime. So talking about pivoting, pivoting into entrepreneurship, whether that be podcast author creating a good, like my greeting cards or my pens, like whatever that looks like, it's vastly different than what I'm used to. And part of this, part of what I want to share today is that it's messy right now. There's no roadmap. It's not like, all of a sudden you pivot from the corporate world and decide that you're going to be an entrepreneur. And it's like, okay, start here. Pick a domain for your website and then get an LLC and whatever steps three, four, five, six, two bazillion and R. Like that that doesn't exist. It's thoughts and energy and effort and talking to other people and learning from other people who've paved their own way. It's finding people that resonate with you, that you consider a role model or a mentor, even if they don't even know you exist. You consume their content and you hear their story of how they made it to the next level. And that somehow continues to fuel this fire that keeps you going. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just being frank with you. So if you're new to your such a catch, couple of things here, please hit that subscribe button and Again, this is me raw off the cuff, (laughs) which I don't know if that's the best episode for you to tune in and find, or or maybe it is because this is the real authentic me. Not that it's not when I have a more scripted episode. And I will say that I try to have whatever season of life I'm in, whatever I am personally going through, That there was a time where I was overthinking everything. So it only made sense that week to do an episode about overthinking because I was in that mindset. I can only imagine other people have been in that mindset. And for me, this being an open book, being vulnerable, kind of telling you what's going on is all to help somebody else. It's all to be the friend that maybe you didn't even know you needed. Sometimes I need that friendship right in return so and i appreciate that and this community has has definitely given me that tenfold so thank you so much for that so Hit that subscribe button if this episode speaks to you, or maybe you did listen to another episode. The kindest, biggest gift you can do is leave a rate or review. I personally love the feedback. So if you write to me and say, oh my gosh, this episode really resonated, it helped me get through a tough time, or it helped me see something from a different perspective, amen, hallelujah, like, ah, feeds my soul. Rating the podcast however you feel it deserves to be rated also helps. So the reason it helps is because my goal in sitting behind the mic is to, yes, expand our community. And two, get this podcast in front of my tribe, in front of the people who are going through similar things in their life. Uh, maybe they need hope. Maybe they need help working on themselves. Or maybe they want to hear a funny dating story, learn about apps, or hear from a relationship expert that I have been fortunate enough to have on the pod. Amen. But the only way to do that, especially on Apple Podcast is for you to rate and review which it basically just expands the digital footprint of your such a catch. So, thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. If you want to see more of me, more of my life, you can always follow me on social media at your such a catch. I follow back. I mean, I'm not I'm not <laughs> worried about the ratios or the numbers. However, I'm going to tell you a story about that. So, I want to tell you today about an experience I just had last week. And I'm going to do my best to not squirrel all over the place, but you guys know me or you're getting to know me. I am the ultimate squirrel. So what I want to tell you is I participated in this program called Your Soul's Calling, and it's a challenge that Kathy Heller, for those of you who don't know who she is, she has her own podcast, she's an author, she started off being a songwriter, and I don't really know, like, I do know how I found her. I'm going to tell you that story. But when you find somebody that you just resonate with, which I hope some of you resonate with me the way I resonated with Kathy, it is an absolute and utter game changer. So I felt like last week from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I was at The church of Kathy Heller. And this is not a religious thing. It just spiritually, the words she was saying, the message she was delivering, the way in which she was sharing her message, her passion, what fuels her fire, I felt it. Not only did I feel it, I was extra motivated, I was extra inspired. I appreciated the extended community. It, you know, broadened my horizons too. But then I was also introduced to another group of people who maybe doesn't share the same mindset as me, who hasn't gotten there yet. And that's what I want to talk about. So let me backtrack to tell you how I met Kathy Heller. Well, I mean, I haven't actually met her, but (laughs) how I found her, how I discovered her. And maybe this is very similar to how some of you found me. So... I can't remember if it was Gabby Bernstein, but I think it was. So Gabby Bernstein also now has a podcast. She's huge with manifestation and she's a great follow just to keep your mindset right and to really focus on the things that matter if you are available to be in that space, right? Like not like I just mentioned, not everybody is there yet and that's okay. But you do have to have an open mind. So, I think Gabby had mentioned if you are looking for an answer or if you are in need of help of help to just simply ask the universe. Ask the universe for whatever it is that that you need assistance with. So, on this particular day, I was getting ready to go for a walk And I really just needed some inspiration. I needed something positive to put in, you know, I put in my AirPods, I was getting ready to go for this walk, and I just wanted something to really feed my soul on this walk. Because when you're on the journey as an entrepreneur – you are everything to yourself. You're your own cheerleader. You're your own accountant. You're your own marketing manager. You're your own everything, PR, whatever the case may be. It's you, 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 you. you don't have a lot of funds coming in yet. So you're wearing multiple hats and all of these different hats require a different skill set, which require different levels of expertise, which require a lot of energy if you don't have that expertise because you're self learning. You're watching YouTubes and like I mentioned, taking in a lot of content from other people. So I simply say to the universe, I'm on the corner somewhere, a busy corner, (laughs) watching the cars drive by. And I'm like, okay, universe, please just give me a podcast episode that just speaks to my soul. That undoubtedly when I'm done listening to it, I'm going to feel in such a way that I am going to get back home and sit back down at my desk and just plug away and figure it out, figure out what I need to figure out at this point in time. And I wish I remembered what I typed into that search bar, but I don't. And immediately some episodes pop up and I find Kathy Heller and her podcast is called don't keep your day job. So not don't quit, don't keep your day job. So I listened to this episode. It was about an hour-long episode of her and the author, Anne Lamott, and it spoke to my soul. It spoke to my soul so much so that I realized she had a book that was called Don't Keep Your Day Job, And I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to use my Audible credits, and I am going to purchase this book because, again, I'm consuming a lot of content, and she's speaking to me. And so I downloaded her book, and I binge listened to that book in about 48 hours. And again, it just spoke to me. There's all these different stories about all these different people who are just like me and you who essentially felt a calling, felt a passion, didn't necessarily know what to do with that, how to rein that in, where to go next. But they all had one thing in common. They all were open to opportunity. They were all open to what the universe had to offer and came from an abundance mindset. So, as I'm listening to this book, I'm just like, whoa, wow. Like the universe heard me. The universe gave me this resource. And now I, it's fueling my fire. And I don't even know. Maybe I heard it on an episode, but she said she was be hosting this five day free challenge. And it was, like I mentioned, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for a week. And she would be going live on Facebook. And your job was basically to tune in and there was some homework to do afterwards. So each morning, I continued with my daily routine. So for those of you who are just listening, I I love my mornings. I wake up, I get my cup of coffee, and I sit down with my journal. I have a journal that I've had for, God, it's been a few years that I've been writing in this journal, but it's a gratitude journal. And every single day, I write down five things that I'm grateful for. If I'm feeling some sort of way, if I feel like I have some negative emotion within me, if I feel like I'm, I'm anxious or worried or I'm not really operating on the mindset and just kind of have some ickiness inside, I will actually journal through that and just kind of put it on paper, kind of like releasing it from my body because we do not want to be holding that stuff in. We we don't, right? And so I will do that. And likewise, also, if I'm going through a positive experience and I just want to remember what that felt like, what that moment of, extended gratitude or accomplishment or a milestone, I want to document it. So I will also do a little bit of journaling. So I would do that in the morning and then I would, like I mentioned, tune into the church of Kathy Heller. And what I loved about her, which inspired me to do this episode in this way, is she just sat down behind her microphone, behind her computer, live-streamed off the cuff and it was brilliant. It was raw. It was real. It was relatable. And she wasn't necessarily reading comments as they were coming in. And to be honest, I actually hid the comments because I felt like they were a little bit distracting. And I didn't want to have my experience altered by other people's Comments. So initially, I would log in, I would give it a thumbs up or a little heart, and then I would hide those comments and I would just pretend as if she was sitting across from my kitchen table with me and speaking to me directly. Now, Kathy's whole purpose is helping people find their passion if they don't think they know it. If people had an inclination of what their passions were, her goal is to essentially validate that you need to share your passion with the world. We each have a unique gift and it's our job to execute that. And we're not going to feel fulfilled. We're not going to recognize what we can contribute to the world until we're tapped into that. But what I also learned because each night or each, I guess, afternoon, I would Then do the homework. And when you do the homework, you then post your homework into the thread. And I just was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to submit my homework verbatim of what I wrote to myself, regardless if that's peeling back too many layers of the onion and being too open and out there. I don't care because. Again, I am sitting at my kitchen table with Kathy Heller, just she and I, and whether she's reading my homework or not, like I'm fulfilling the assignment and I'm doing it just who cares what other people think, right? But what I learned through this was, whoa, some women, some some men also were participating in the challenge, but some women, they felt... It was really hard to read. They didn't feel worthy. They didn't feel as if, like, they could get through these exercises. Some women didn't even get through the whole week. And mind you, to me, like, I wanted more. I'm like, <laughs> like oh, could she just go a little bit longer? Or, like, can we get some additional homework assignments? And I am all about homework. I love the homework. When Sarah Centrello was on the podcast and the way in which I met her was very similar to the way in which I met Kathy, When I met Sarah and we had our conversation and then she gave me an additional homework assignment, I had already had her book, purchased her book. Well, excuse me, let me rephrase that. I didn't purchase her book until after she was on the podcast. But when I met her in person, I had purchased her book and I had gone through the homework assignments. And those homework assignments took a lot of time and a lot of effort. And you did have to get uncomfortable because it made you reflect on the past and it made you... Look at things in life that you may not want to go back and revisit because they're painful or they're hard or there are a trauma or circumstance that you had to overcome. And this is similar. So Kathy's kind of thing is think back to the child you were at seven. And a lot of people had traumatic childhoods or maybe their circumstances, they were raised in a single family home or maybe weren't, of good mental health. like There's so many different factors there. And I understand also that I was fortunate enough. I grew up in a very loving home. I grew up with great role models. My parents are still married to this day. They're st- still very much in love. I had a great relationship growing up with my brother, still maintains to this day. We just didn't fight. We always looked out for one another. We, we shared. I probably did not have the same childhood as as many, and I need to be grateful for that. Now, does that put me at a place in which I am able to maneuver f- through life with a different set of circumstances, or maybe it puts me at a different place starting off point, if that makes any sense, right? This is when we kind of get into a discussion about systematic things in in life, opportunity, being a product of your environment. And I see this very much in my relationship. So for those of you who aren't familiar with my relationship, I, I met this man, like I mentioned, the universe delivered, and he very much is the polar opposite of me. In the sense of foundation, like his upbringing, right? So Jamar grew up in, as he likes to say, kind of like the hood. And he, being a black man, has had to deal with a lot of different circumstances than I have. On top of that, his father was killed when he was very young. And his mother had some issues with substance abuse to the point where he had to live with his grandma for a while. And then after he lived with his grandma, like he had to go into the system and lived with foster parents. And so we couldn't have any different childhood experiences. However, regardless of our path and our journey, that doesn't mean that I haven't endured trauma or hardships. They just came at a different time of life based on a different set of circumstances. But the beautiful thing about where he is and where I am today is we both come from an abundant state of mind, meaning we believe that there's enough opportunity, enough money, enough whatever, wealth, if you want to call it, to go around. Meaning that it serves me no purpose to keep a secret about success, about a successful relationship, about how I attracted him into my life, how I manifested him, how I manifested my home, opportunities, whatever. Him, how he has made a successful career off of connecting with other human beings. He's just getting ready to release his book into into the world. And oh my gosh, if I thought I was a perfectionist, I'm a Virgo. I am a perfectionist when it comes to some things. He wants this thing to be perfect. Now, does he want it to be perfect because he wants everybody to read that book and be like, oh my God, that was, no. He wants it to be perfect because he doesn't want to leave anything out because he wants to make sure that the people who partake and read that book are changed for life from reading that book and that they know that the overarching message of that is connecting with another human being will change your world you never know who you're going to connect with. And if you're open to it, if you have that open mindset, the universe will put (laughs) the most perfect person right in front of you. It doesn't matter where you are. The universe will do that if you're open to it. And so that's how he met me. That's how he's been able to create a business. And that's why he wants to make sure that this book is so dialed in that anybody could read it and replicate. And I love that. I think it's a beautiful thing. So, all that to be said, when I followed Kathy during this week, it was her storytelling that really just hit home. That that hit to the core. And I would like to think that the reason she told the stories that she did, and you guys, I have to say, it's not that she was name dropping, but she was name dropping because her life, because she has been open to these experiences and these opportunities and to the universe just blessing her, she can name drop and she can name drop the biggest names and the craziest stories. And she's had these people on our podcast and it's unbelievable, right? But I couldn't help but just get sucked into each of these stories because it could be me, it could be you. We just have to have this open mindset and we have to be coming from a place of love and abundance and really just on a higher vibrational level. If we are stuck in our old mindset, which we talked about reprogramming the mind, it, the mind is an artifact of history. And if every single day we are just reliving the past, our thoughts, our beliefs, if we're unable to disconnect those things in reconnect new new connections, new learnings based on an abundant mindset, based on a choice to be happy, based on a choice to be positive and grateful, we're not going to be able to get there. We, we just can't. And so this was a reminder of that. This was a reminder to look at myself in the mirror and really go, okay, you've got a lot going on here, Erin. You're trying to create a business you're trying to earn a living through what I am deeming my passion. This was a passion project before it ever was a business. Now, I feel like I've done myself a disservice after I was, you know, laid off from my job and I pivoted and I was like, okay, the universe said, you know what, Aaron, you're not going to quit your, your corporate job to do this because you're complacent. You're, you're making a livelihood. You're okay. You're going through the day-to-day, right? Nothing's wrong. You got your health insurance. You're living life. However, <laughs> it wasn't filling my bucket. My bucket is helping others. My bucket is connecting. My bucket is listening to a girlfriend spill her guts out to me and me telling her it's going to be okay because I've been there I'm I'm proof that I survived that circumstance or that situation or let me partner with you and help you let me hold your hand through this we're in this together that's what we're here for we're friends right and this is what friendship is all about it's about reciprocation so when I pivoted and I I was like oh this is a business I started to have these thoughts like Oh this doesn't make sense anymore well and also you know like I mentioned I had to <laughs> I had to really reevaluate like where do I go from here now that I'm in a relationship and I'm still in this mix but it didn't feel right to me to have relationship experts on anymore because I was essentially paying because there's a cost to having a podcast, right? And and a cost of time and a cost of editing and all of that. It didn't make sense. Why why am I paying to basically promote somebody else? It, It didn't add up to me. And so I had to pivot there. And I think I'm still working through that. So what I want to share here though is I do love interviewing people. I am a curious person. I like to understand somebody else's perspective. I like to know if I'm missing the mark on something. I I just, I want to learn. I enjoy learning. I enjoy learning that way. I don't necessarily enjoy consuming content by reading it. I'm a visual person. I'm also an audio person. So podcasts are a great way for me to learn. Audiobooks, great way for me to learn. YouTube, decent way for me to learn. So Anyways, so the story I want to share, and hopefully I'm going to tie this all together, but this week I was really thinking to myself, wow, Erin, you know, you really pivoted away from having people on the show. And one, because at the end of the day, like I said, I'm learning as I go along, right? You're watching me in real time learning. Like I I do not at this point in time have a bunch of batched episodes in the hopper ready to go. So what I'm experiencing on a weekly basis, is what you're hearing from me. Now, sometimes people will reach out to me and ask to be on the show. And I will read and connect and maybe have like a a pre-call to see what they want to talk about. And I try to be a bit selective. You just never know, right? You never know until you're behind the mic with the person. And then you have a decision to make. If the episode is not what you had hoped, you could never produce the episode. And so it never makes its way into Apple Podcasts when you go to see what my new episode is about. Or I can choose to just kind of produce them all. And some are better than others. And some guests I had better chemistry with, and some people's messages were more aligned with mine. So I've kind of chosen that pattern a little bit. And Again, it's it's a bit messy, right? Like this is not a produced show. I don't have somebody going out and booking my guests. I don't have somebody following up with people. It is a one-woman show side of Pod Sound School who helps me edit to this day and they're who helped me start this podcast. So, anyways, (laughs) long story even longer. See, I told you I'd squirrel. This last week, I had a PR company reach out to me and wasn't sure if I was gonna share this story. And I'm not gonna name names and all that stuff, but. I want to share this story because I just want to continue to talk about the universe and and being open and keeping the right mindset and handling things the right way. So this person reaches out to me and they represent a former Miss Universe And this Miss Universe, I didn't know who she was. I did some research about her because I wanted to see who I'd be speaking with. Beautiful, drop dead, gorgeous, has a women empowerment stance, which I appreciate. And that is also aligned with me. And she's doing some work to align with a dating app and a dating app that supports her ethnic background, which I appreciate also. She has her own community. She wants to help that community. And so she is out here kind of using her platform that she got from being former Miss Universe to helping others, which again, aligned with what I want to do. Now, I'm not talking to her directly. I'm talking to her PR company. And again, they reached out to me now in this, as we go back and forth, there's only specific things that she'll address and talk about. And because of where she is in terms of importance or whatever, she is only available for a certain amount of time and, and things are on their terms. And that's when when you invite a guest to be on, you are kind of at their mercy a little bit because depending on who they are... They might have some rules or things that they're willing to talk about or whatever. And I try to be respectful of that. So anyways, long story even longer. It is the day before we are going to have this interview. And this PR company has said, we are going to allow her to have the most time with you. You are going to get 30 minutes with her and you are going to be her last interview of the day. And I'm like, wow, thank you so much. This is amazing. Can't wait to learn about a new dating app. I can't wait to learn about the work she's doing with women empowerment and helping women feel like they're enough and feeling confident in re-entering the dating world post-pandemic. Like this sounds great. At this point, there are multiple people who are on this email thread. Now, I have no idea who they are, but it seems as when they were introduced to this email thread that the conversation kind of changed. So now the PR company, the person I initially spoken with, he starts asking me, Hey, Erin, could you send me numbers from your social media followers, that type of thing? And while you're at it, could you also Send me how many downloads you have and where your listeners are based out of and all of this, right? Now, I'm thinking to myself, social media numbers are a public thing. Like, he could easily go to my Instagram. He could easily go to my Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, and see who my followers are. Now, I also am a believer that sometimes people have a massive following and those are bot followers. They paid for them. And you can usually tell that by engagement, comments, likes, that type of thing. So, in everything I've been taught, it's been kind of like, don't worry about the numbers because you could have a community of 200 people and they could be the most loyal 200 people out there. And in your demographic, in your market, And that's all you need because if you have a million followers and none of them are in your market or they're following you for the wrong reasons or, you know what I mean, they're bot traffic, whatever, it doesn't translate. And so I... Proudly send back my numbers and I let him know where you're such a catch is on the charts this week. So there is a website called Chartable, and each week it tells you you're on the charts in this place, in this category, whatever. And so I think in this particular week, we were on the charts in the Philippines, in Iceland, in Switzerland. I mean, thank you. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) To all of you listening from those places, because I think that's phenomenal. I, I love that. It warms my heart that the message is outside of the L.A. demographic where I'm at. So anyways, I send him my numbers, and I'm trying to remain positive. However, I understand where he's going with the conversation. And so later that evening, the night before the interview, I get an email and all those people are copied. And the email says, Aaron, thank you so much for getting back to us. We're so sorry to let you know that this woman's team canceled her press day, which was the day I was supposed to do the interview. And thank you for the interest in this dating app. And basically, if the stars, the moon, the sun, everything aligns later, we'll reconsider. You guys, (laughs) that rejection, because they didn't deem that my followers, that you listening right now were enough, made me feel some kind of way. It was a hard pill to swallow, but I had two choices. One, I could let it get me down and I could... I could fixate on that thinking, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I don't have a big enough listener base. I don't have a, a good enough community for them. Or I could take the latter and say, you know what? Maybe maybe this was the universe's way of saying, like, you wouldn't have been aligned with that dating app or the message wasn't going to resonate right. And maybe a different message was made meant to happen this week. And that is what I'm going to believe. Now, I didn't want to write back out of emotion. It that doesn't serve any sort of purpose. And again, I want to come from a place of gratitude regardless if that opportunity was taken off the table. So I have yet to respond. And when I do and when I I feel comfortable doing that, I will thank them for their time and thank them and remind them, you know, you guys reached out to me and and be appreciative of that. Now, Regardless of that situation, like those things are going to happen the more you're open to them. It is about how we respond to them. That is what really matters. And that is why I took a pause and I took a breath and I'm going to find something else to be grateful for about that experience because I think that's the right thing to do. And that is how I want to choose to live my life. Now, because I had that experience and because it hurt to feel rejected, because it hurt to know that somebody didn't think I was enough, does that mean that I don't go and put myself back out there? Hell no. I go on with life sticking to my guns, sticking to what makes me me, sticking to being an open book and being open to what the universe has to offer. Now, this can translate into dating because Like I mentioned earlier, when you're dating somebody or when you're putting yourself out there, you could get rejected. You are not going to be everybody's flavor. (laughs) You're just not. I'm not everybody's flavor as a podcast host. And that is okay. That is okay. But if we don't keep ourselves open to opportunity, to making connections, to what the universe has in store for us... We will never know, and we will live in this place of scarcity that isn't a good place to be in. It's just not. So this Kathy thing. So I hope that the way I connected with Kathy is how some of you feel connected to me. And the reason why I chose to video this episode is because I connected with Kathy even though there wasn't perfection happening. Sure, she was in her office. I'm in my office. Sure, she had a candle going and a beautiful bouquet of flowers behind her. I do not have that. But that's not why I liked listening to her each day. I liked listening to her each day because I liked her heart. I liked her mindset. I liked the stories she had to share. And I felt moved by those. And I felt like she was my people, regardless if she knows me or not. And the stories that she shared were just so moving because again, it was me and you. It was, it could happen to any of us. We just have to have that mindset. We just have to be open to it. And so that is why I chose to do this episode a little bit differently. That is why I chose to video this episode, even though I don't feel as if I'm ready to be on video here I am. This is me. This is the real authentic me. So I want to tell you a couple more stories about the universe and just how funny the universe can be and synchronicities. So the first one I, I want to share is about this weekend. So this weekend, my dear friend Kachita, who she's been on the podcast, she talked about, remember when we were on The Bachelor with, no, it was The Bachelorette with Claire and the whole Dale thing. And she came on to give her take. I mean, that girl, she's watched every episode of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And we watched a lot of them together. So she is getting married. And so we had her Bachelorette party this weekend. And we all went down to San Diego. And oh my gosh, it was so fun to just have a little getaway and feel a little bit normal. I mean, it felt like we were back. It felt like social gathering, social interactions were back. And so You guys, the funniest thing happened after we had gone to dinner and we went on one of the hornblower cruises. And then we had the party bus and we took the party bus. Actually, we we couldn't go out anywhere in the gas lamp. The lines were so long. So we took the party bus to PBE, which is Pacific Beach. And the probably average median age was 22. And most of us, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> could have birthed these kids, but that's besides the point. So we are on our way back to the hotel. It's probably 2.30 in the morning. And of course, I'm hungry. And so a couple of us girls decide we're going to walk the streets and try to find a bite. So as we walk the streets, you guys, I run into this guy that I've, I matched on Bumble. So this story is just so wild because we originally matched on Bumble. I only matched with him because he worked for the Chargers, okay? The, the only reason I matched with him. I mean, not the only reason, but, like, it was a big part of it. <laughs> so we matched. We maybe exchanged one or two messages, and then he ghosted me. Fast forward. Again, this is a couple of years ago. Fast forward, I decide I'm going to travel to Baltimore to go to the Chargers playoff game. Yeah, so that'll tell you whatever year it is. I can't remember. My memory is terrible. But I happen to be staying at the hotel where the players are staying. The universe put me there, okay? Now, the experiences I had at that hotel were second to none. I mean, I sat next to Joey Bosa's mom. We drank wine together. I mean, I all but got the invite to Thanksgiving dinner. I was trying. But... This man walks through the hotel lobby. And when he does, I recognize him and I say, "Hey." I'm like, "Hey you, I know you. We matched on Bumble and you didn't write me back." And he's like, "Oh my gosh." He's like, Ooh, "We did?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I'm like, I'm a diehard Chargers fan, and I know this because I knew you worked for the Chargers, and that's primarily why we matched, and then you didn't respond. And he apologized profusely, and we exchanged numbers, and the rest of that weekend, it was amazing because that rest of the weekend, he would text me, and he would say, Aaron, and this is still when Philip Rivers was on the Chargers, and he would say, Aaron, Philip's going to get on the bus at whatever time you should go down to the lobby so you can see him. Aaron, Keenan Allen's gonna be going to watch video at this time, so you should be in a strategic position so you can see him." And that was amazing because that to me as a super fan was an experience that you can't put a price tag on, right? And that was one of my most favorite trips ever, not to mention, talk about the universe. So I'm out there, flew out there by myself, expecting to be out there by myself. My best girlfriend from fifth grade says, says, Erin, I'm thinking about hopping on a plane. She is not a Chargers fan, by the way. She is a 49er fan. She says, Erin, I'm thinking about hopping on a plane and coming out there and spending the weekend with you. And I'm like, really? Okay, mind you, I had purchased my ticket in my seat weeks before or, you know, whatever. So she buys a ticket to fly out there. She gets on StubHub to buy a seat near me. It just so happens that the seat right next to me is available. So we get to sit together at the game. And she has no idea when she lands to get off that plane, because I had been there maybe a day ahead of her or something like that, because this is all kind of happening real time that she's deciding to come, that she gets to experience all the players. And we took the most ridiculous photos, you guys. I will have to post them again, because... They are just hilarious. But we had the best time together. And the only reason that could all come together in that way is because the universe is magical. And because if you're open to things and you're open to abundance and you're open to opportunity, it will come to you. It's a beautiful thing. So back to San Diego. This man and I have kept in contact. He has a girlfriend. Obviously, I have a boyfriend now, but he actually, well, let me rephrase that. He has a fiance. And so I have seen him at training camps and only charger events. And I have seen him in Mexico City when I went to go watch the Chargers play there, he invited me to his hotel. So my friends and I, Heather and, and Kyle, we, we went to the hotel he was at, again, the hotel where the players were at. And we had a drink with him and he was so sweet. He bought us all drinks and everything. So we we have seen each other sporadically throughout the years since we met in Baltimore, but essentially we connected in Baltimore. So I'm scouring the streets looking for a slice of pizza or something to just kind of soak up all the booze that we drink. Because mind you, I am out of practice, okay? Like maybe early COVID, I was doing the Zoom parties and all that, and we were house partying and we were drinking, but I have not been drinking. I have been on a health journey trying to like lose weight, feel great, keep my mind right for being an entrepreneur and your kind of mental and physical health comes into play, right? So throwing <laughs> tequila, vodka, jello shots, other shots that I'm not even sure what they were, truly like all these things into the mix. I was like, whoa, welcome to my 20s again. I guess I was trying to fit in with the kids and PB, but I needed something to soak it up, all that to say. So we are walking the streets and who is on the street corner? But this man, this man I met on Bumble, that I then met in Baltimore, that I've seen maybe two other times outside of that, and he's at his bachelor party. And I just thought, wow, the universe is so crazy. It is just crazy. The universe is crazy. You can't explain these things. These things are synchronicities. And when you have your mind open to what the universe can deliver, These things will happen and they will happen to such a level that you'll just shake your head in amazement. And that is exactly how I met Jamar. Having an open mindset, being open to what the universe has to offer, putting myself out there. That's it. He listened to the podcast. He thought, oh my gosh, I need to know this woman. I feel like I know this woman. I feel like we are aligned. What can I do to catch her attention outside of the normal, swipe right, it's a match. Hey, how's your week going? And so he did. So he sent me a six-minute voice note. Then he sent me a 59-second video. Then he sent me a text telling me to check my email and check my Instagram because he sent me things. The universe will deliver as long as you have an open mindset. And that's basically the message that I keep repeating today that I want to hammer home because that is the message that I got from Kathy Heller that made me feel like I was at church all week. And you can hear the stories and you can play them off to coincidence or luck, right? And I even have to, again, you heard me say, reframe. I have to reframe because. I would say when someone would ask me about my relationship, I would say, oh my gosh, I am so lucky. But luck implies some sort of like happenstance that, you know, is unexplainable when no, this can be explained because I put myself out there. I was vulnerable. I was speaking into the universe what I wanted to attract and the universe heard me loud and clear and the universe delivered. And that can happen to anyone. And that can happen to anyone regarding anything. It can happen regarding a relationship. It could happen regarding a job. It could happen regarding where you want to live, starting a family, whatever the case may be. Maybe it's an experience. Maybe you just want, maybe it's been on your bucket list to go to Costa Rica or have some sort of experience to fly first class or whatever it is. The world is full of abundance, and if you just ask, you will just think, why have I not been open to this sooner? Why did I not believe that abundance is out there and that it's for me? And the more abundance we have, the more we can give back, the more we can help one another. And that is a beautiful thing in and of itself. So I want to tell you one more story before I close this up, and this one is also a huge synchronicity. So as you know, I have been starting or I started a greeting card line to go with You Are Such a Catch, and right now it is, again, a messy work in progress. So most of the cards are tongue-in-cheek, they're cute, they're funny, they're meant to make you laugh, smile. But the whole reason behind them is there is nothing more special to me than receiving a card with a handwritten message in somebody's handwriting. It just makes me feel so special. And to me, it's a treasure. One day that person may not be in your life, or one day that person, when they pass, you have this relic something that has their emotions, their feelings their sentiments, written in their handwriting, which kind of reflects their personality, even everything down to pen choice. Yes, so I just love it, and I also love to give a card to somebody else. I think there's nothing better. I mean, yes, text messages are great. Yes, voice notes are fabulous. Yes, sending somebody an email of thanks is one thing, but when you get that snail mail and you know that somebody took the effort to hand select the card for you, the message inside the card, and then pour their heart out in in a few sentences. There, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. I still put my cards on my mantle, like above my fireplace, and I like to look at them because, I mean, as you get them. So depending, and, and my mom, shout out to my mother, she sends me a card for everything. It's Halloween. I get a card. It's St. Patty's Day. She's sending me a card. And I love that. My grandma too. It, it's great. My grandma puts stickers on them. Oh my gosh. It's just something that I'm uber passionate about and I want to bring back. So this is the fuel behind From Pod to Paper. Now, creating this line, I'm like, ooh, how do I get it in front of people, right? So I have a favorite store in Hermosa. It's called Curious, and I buy all my cards there for all my girlfriends, for birthdays, for thinking of you situations, for whatever the circumstances, I get all my cards there. So I have this vision. I want to have my card line in Curious. I put it out in the universe. Jamar and I would go for walks. We'd walk by the store. We'd peek in the window. And I would say, one day, my cards are going to be on those shelves. And he's like, they are, Aaron. And, and I had the opportunity, and I reached out to the owners of Curious, and after some back and forth, they said yes, and they placed an order for the You're Such a Catch from Pod to Paper greeting cards. So my cards now reside in my favorite store in Hermosa, and that's not even where the story ends. <sighs> So a girlfriend of mine suffered a, a tragedy. She, she recently lost her husband. They had just been married during COVID. And I'm not going to share too much of her story because it's, it's not my story to share. But because of the circumstances, a lot of her really close friends had traveled outside of the country to be there to support her, to help her and to be there for her. And my girlfriend whose bachelorette party just happened, Kachita, was one of those girls. Now, Kachita is the ultimate entrepreneur. She's created her own business and she thrived during COVID despite what you would think, right? Being, being a small business owner, a woman minority business owner, mind you. Talk about manifestation, So I wanted to be a good friend to Kachida, and I went to show up at her event. So she had just gotten back from being outside of the country, and she went right back into work mode. And so I show up basically to give her a hug and to say, I admire you. I think you are strong. You are just an amazing woman, an amazing human being. When I show up at her event and I give her a hug, I know she doesn't want to talk about the situation because it's going to bring up the emotion and she is at work. Respect that 100%. She says, "Aaron, can we go grab a drink? And I said, sure. I mean, I'm not going to say no to that. So we go grab a drink and we sit at this table and it's her event, right? And she's got an alcohol sponsor. And so we sit down and I, I don't, I don't think I knew what was going to happen. Well, I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I was prepared to give her a hug and check in with her and maybe do a little window shopping and and take off. And so I sit down to have a drink with her. we have we have one drink, and she says, "I need to get back out there, but why don't you stay here? i'll be I'll be back in just a minute. Okay, no worries. So she sends me another drink. Mind you, I don't think I paid for anything all day. I was like, oh my gosh. What was supposed to be like one drink turned into five hours later. But she kept sending people to the table. People who were coming there for the same reason I did, to check on her, see how she was doing, just be supportive of her. So one of the people she sent to the table walks up and introduces herself. And I recognize her last name. And I'm not going to say it on here again because I want to respect other people's privacy. When she says her name, I recognize it so much so she's a purse designer. And I, I say, oh, are you like the purse? And she says, yes, I am. And I said, well, I said, I happen to own <laughs> about 20 of your bags. <laughs> so when I was in my women's philanthropy group, they often sponsored events. And if you purchased a bag, part of the proceeds went back to the charity. And I love that. And so why would I not sponsor? So we get to talking and she's with her husband and we're having a great conversation. And now more people are joining us at the table. And she says, Hey, what's your story? And I'm like, oh, what is my story? So I basically give her the Reader's Digest version of being divorced and moving to the South Bay to have a a fresh start, a new chapter. And I tell her about the podcast and how the podcast helped me meet Jamar. And I tell her how I'm trying to make the podcast a business and how I just got my greeting cards in Curious and Hermosa. And she's like, wow, that's amazing. And she says, can I get your phone number? And I said, sure. So we exchanged phone numbers and now we're just talking with the whole table. And as we're talking, about 15 minutes later, she said, check your phone. I sent you a text message. And so I check my phone and she says, Erin, it was a pleasure meeting you. I would like to sponsor $500 worth of your cards in a store in Manhattan Beach because when I started my purse line, I was all by myself. I didn't know how to go about things, and I know what it's like to be in your shoes, and I know what it's like to not know where it's going to come from. And so I just want to pay it forward, and I want to do that for you. And I cried right at the table because in a moment of tragedy where I just was trying to show up for my girlfriend and express my gratitude for her as a friend, for her as a remarkable human being, I am connected with this woman who... We talk and share about our lives, and then she wants to help me out. And that is how the universe works. Beautiful synchronicities that you couldn't draw to you through the analytical mind. You can't. You have to be open to it. You have to come from a place of abundance, a place of openness, a place of positivity. You have to get rid of the anxiety, the doubt, the fear the stress. And you have to believe. And so I hope from this episode, you realize maybe that you need to have a shift, a shift in the paradigm of how you think, that it's possible, that anything is possible, and that it's not a <laughs> one time and it's all fixed. It's it's not. This is a constant game. I talk about it. Mental ping pong, right? A negative thought pops in, you replace it with a positive. You start to have feelings of anxiety, stress, angst, sadness, whatever. You can reframe it. You can reframe it. And you can reprogram your brain. And you can come to the realization that it's a choice and it's hard work, but it's worth it. And once you're in that higher vibrational level... Once you surrender, and you're open, and you're just letting it all happen, it will. It will. Again, whether that's a significant other, whether that's attracting a boyfriend, a husband, a girlfriend, a best friend, whatever, you are fully capable. But you have to surrender, and you have to believe, and you have to come from a place of abundance. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you want more, let me know. I, I'm happy to talk about this all day long, but thank you for allowing me to show up and just be authentic, be myself, speak off the cuff, and scroll <laughs> all over the place. Ah, Oh, my gosh. But we're in this together. And if you want to join my private Facebook group, it's the YSC Girl Gang Guy Tribe. We have some great discussions on there. I told them about the Kathy Heller stuff and sent them the link. So if anybody else wants that, hop in that group. I'll link it in the episode notes. I'd love to see you there. Everybody is so positive and uplifting and, and that's what we need right now, that we need to support one another. And so I am here to support you all the time. That's what fills my bucket. That's what makes me feel good. That is my passion. That is the reason I hop out of bed each day. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to do so. All right, guys. Love ya. Bye.